Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where we're revisiting all those amazing reality shows that fortunately, or in some cases, unfortunately, only had one season. Um, today we're doing Filthy Rich Cattle Drive, which is, I think, a fortunately that it only had one season. I'm your host, Frank the Third, And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And today we're going to be discussing episode two, The Cattle Drive Begins. It's actually called Yeehaw, The Cattle Drive Begins, and we need to talk about how they spelled Yeehaw. Well, not on my NBC app. It just said The Cattle Drive Begins. I missed the Yeehaw. That upsets oh, me. Okay, so mine was Yeehaw, exclamation point, The Cattle Drive Begins, exclamation point. Rude of Verizon and NBC to leave me out of the loop. So they spelled Yeehaw, Y-E-H-A-A-H. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> right? I, it was I would of... spell it, and I'm a horrible speller. Like, if it wasn't for my cell phone, I would never be able to spell anything ever. Y-E-E-H-A. Yeah, maybe a W on the Or end maybe, also. yeah, maybe. Yeah. Nope, that's how they spelled it. And I will also warn you guys now, you will probably think in the episode descriptions that I am putting in typos. I am not. They spell things like crap on the show and everybody spells their names so poorly. I just realized that Brittany Gastineau spells her name B-R-I-T-T-N-Y. I noticed that today too. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of very weird spellings um, of names on the show. Courtenay and Brittany. Brittany. So, yeah. Brittany. I'm not making typos, guys. These are, these are facts. Um, so before we delve into the episode, I have just a, the teeniest bit of house cleaning on my end from Twitter. Um, uh, Heather wished us both happy Thanksgiving and happy Thanksgiving back to you, uh, Heather as well. And, um, Chris M Massey one tweeted us and said, listening to the latest episode, welcome back gals. Um, and he says he stands by his point that it's more fun to listen to us without watching the actual episodes. So, um, thank you for that, Chris. And we're very happy to be back. I know we are highlight of a Saturday. I'll tell you. I also did a little of my own research. This is not hoedown, lowdown, but I know that we've had some discussion about where the Saddleback Ranch exactly is. They showed um, us a map today. They showed us a map and I looked it up and it is listed as being in Steamboat. Like if you Google it, where it is, it says Steamboat Springs. But if you do a little deeper dive, it's actually 17 miles from the downtown Steamboat Springs. Okay. So it's like a suburb of Steamboat Springs, but it's not hundreds of miles. It's 17 miles. Okay. Didn't they say in the premiere that they were driving cattle over a hundred miles or did I? They sure did. I think they sure did. (laughs) Okay. So a hundred miles, including all of their training and fuck ups. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, today's hoedown lowdown is also relatively short, except that my quest for information took me on an internet journey and oh, I share, can't wait. Yeah. I'm going to share some of it with all of you. It's not entirely related to this at all, but going in order of how we met the cast today's hoedown lowdown is Noah Blake. Okay. Which this is somewhat be fitting because he's the episode's biggest pain in the ass. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you ain't kidding. So Noah was born February 1st, 1965. As we know, he is the son of Robert Blake and Robert Blake's first wife, Sandra. He has two sisters, Delina. Okay. D-E-L-I-N-A-H. Delina? Delina? Maybe Delina? 
Delina? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, and another sister, Rose, who is the daughter of Bonnie Lee Blakely, who we will get to. Um, so on IMDb, Noah is listed as an actor, director, and producer. And he is probably most famous for his role in the movie Teen Witch. Um, so there's that. Wait, he was in Teen Witch? Yes. And so true confession, I've never seen Teen Witch. I'm, oh, Stop. I'm turning off the computer, right? Like, <laughs> what is your, what? What is your problem? All I know is that there's like. We can't be friends anymore. I'm done with you. <laughs> so there's like that famous rap scene or whatever. Top that. Hello. Yeah. I could perform the entire thing right now. He's in that scene. Uh, oh, that's iconic. That is iconic. Um, so as I'm sure you've noticed on Twitter, even though his last tweet was in 2019, he still tweets about Teen Witch. So as he should. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's he peaked in his career in the year of Teen Witch. Well, if you're gonna peak, Teen Witch is where you should peak. Yeah. Also, the next time we're in person, I'm forcing you to watch it. It is we're getting really fucking stoned and we're watching Teen Witch because it is fucking amazing. I I would love that. And I have friends like that grew up loving it and like had it on VHS and all that stuff. I don't know how it escaped me. It's just one of those like pop culture holes. I don't know. Um, so Noah was really like the man of one episode runs on every 90s TV show on earth basically. So okay. he has appeared in episodes of 21 Jump Street, Growing Pains, Married with Children, LA Law, The Wonder Years, Silk Stockings, Pacific Blue, ER, and JAG. <laughs> there were many others. That's an abbreviated list, but he was basically in one episode of every show that was on TV for over a decade. So he's also a producer and most famously his production credit is the movie Mystery Men with like Ben Stiller and Janine Garofalo. Oh, oh, that was a funny movie. Yeah, but okay. a long time ago. Okay. And then on his Twitter, he refers to himself as an actor, comic, director, voiceover artist, singer, and audition coach. Um, and as I said, he has not tweeted since 2019. Well, they kind of alluded to the fact that he was an acting coach on tonight's episode. Yes. Yep. Um, but that's really all he's doing. And I was surprised to see that he's not more active given that he was so self-promotional on Twitter before that. I don't know. Yeah. So two years of not a whole lot. Um, maybe COVID related. Maybe. I don't mm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think if you're a voiceover artist, like COVID would be your time to shine, but that's just me. I mean, yeah. And so today's lowdown lowdown is short because, so I don't want to call it a mistake. So I didn't make the mistake. I just, I wanted to read more about Robert Blake and obviously the fact that he was accused of having his second wife killed. Accused? He fucking killed her. He, he had someone else do it. No, I know. But like he hundred percent did it. He was acquitted though. I still think he did it. I mean, everybody thinks he did it, but technically it's an unsolved case. Yeah, no, I know, but I, I think he's guilty. Okay, so I started reading about Robert Blake and this second wife, whose name is Bonnie Lee Blakely. She <laughs> is, is a real ride. Oh my God. Okay, so just forget about Noah, everybody. We're done with Noah and we're focusing on Bonnie Lee. <laughs> so Bonnie Lee famously had like eight or nine husbands and mm -hmm. she was basically like 
a star fucker. Like she really yep. just like wanted to be famous and wanted to be a celebrity. So I was just fascinated by this woman. And so she found herself pregnant with Noah's sister, Rose, but she didn't know if Robert Blake was the father or Christian Brando, the son of Marlon Brando. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, oh man, like Christian Brando. Okay, so I'm reading about Christian Brando. She started a relationship with Christian Brando while he was incarcerated for murdering his sister's boyfriend at Marlon Drag Brando's- Yes, at Marlon Brando's home. So yep. then I'm like, oh my God. And I go on a journey with the entire Brando family. And so he gets put in jail for murdering his sister's fiance and baby daddy. Mm -hmm. His sister Cheyenne is half Tahitian because Marlon Brando married a Tahitian woman while filming Mutiny on the Bounty. And she was like 20 years old. Cheyenne Brando was a model, stunningly beautiful. She goes back to Tahiti to have the baby because she's so distraught about her dead fiance and the trial and all these other things. And the Brando family is one hell of a ride. Oh, yeah. So I, I was on Wikipedia for over an hour having nothing to do with Noah Blake. My husband was like, what are you doing? And I was like, you don't even know. This is like you're <laughs> you're interrupting. I'm reading. And then it concluded with me reading about how Jack Nicholson and Marlon Brando were famously neighbors and shared a driveway for 30 years. Oh, that I did not know. Yeah, they were the bad boys of Mulholland Drive along with Warren Beatty. And after Brando died, apparently Jack Nicholson bought the house and leveled it because it wasn't really worth saving, but he planted a garden in Marlon's honor. Um, Marlon's been in the news a lot lately because Rita Moreno is, I guess they're do redoing West Side Story yep. and she won't stop talking about how he was the best lay she's ever had ever. Um, she also tried to kill herself because of him on his front doorstep. Yes. Marlon Brando is a fascinating read, not a nice guy, had 11 children that are known about guys. Just, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. So <laughs> there's some really good like YouTube documentaries on um, the Brando family. Like if you ever want to like some visuals to go with your reading. Yes. And also, so this baby, Noah's sister, Rose, the daughter of Bonnie Lee Blakely, she's come out in the past few years and has been talking a lot about like her dad and her mom and all that kind of stuff. So, How old is she now? Is she like an adult yet? So let's see. Yeah, she must be because I feel like she when was bonnie murdered like 91 oh was it that long ago i think so oh okay yeah then for sure because i mean she's got to be like 30 then whoa time yeah. flies yeah um it so this is why i was like who cares about noah <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sorry she was killed in 2001 okay so she's got to be in her early 20s then yeah because she was like a toddler when her mother was killed yeah yeah. Sorry, the 1990 was, I believe, when Dag Drolet was killed. Was in 90. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that it, that was in the 90. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so we should get back to cattle driving, but there you guys go. <laughs> it's like a very weak hoedown lowdown with too many extras. Now, Noah's married, right? Didn't even find that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's married. I because I think when I was doing my like Twitter, like following them on Twitter, I, I believe he's married. He may even have some kids, but. But yeah, there wasn't a lot out there when I was looking for Twitter either. No. Um, let me see. Usually, I didn't see children. Um, I'm not sure about the children part, but I am pretty sure about the married part. Okay. 
I don't see any kids listed. I see parents and siblings listed, but yeah. Anyway. All right. Shall we, shall we drive into this cattle drive episode? Sure. Let's begin the cattle drive. Uh, everybody gets woken up with a bell for breakfast. Mm. And this is where we start to explore Alex liking two women on the cattle drive at the same time. We dive right in with that. And he basically says that he's amused by Courtney, but wants to fuck Brittany. Yeah. Or she's amused by Courtney and wants to fuck Brittany. Yeah. Um, and now, are we going to deal with the Courtney of it all? Or are we going to wait until later? I think we can talk about it now because I think there's plenty of other stuff in her. She's next episode's lowdown, but I think we should drop some facts because it makes it more interesting and she has plenty of other stuff to talk about, I'm sure. Okay, so for those of you guys who don't know this, and you probably don't because I recently found out, um, Courtenay is now a lesbian and is a LGBTQ activist, which puts a very interesting spin, to, in my eyes, to this entire thing. And she has been openly gay for quite a while. Quite a while, yeah. Um, not long after this show wrapped, I believe. Yeah, she she was kind of we'll get into it in the next episode, but I believe she was kind of in the Lindsay Lohan, Samantha Ronson, like, you know, once the dust settled on that, I think Court Courtenay was out. Yeah. And so I'm very interested by this whole alleged lust and attraction for Alex. Yes. And she says some stuff later that we'll talk about that I think kind of alludes to her lesbianism. Yeah, and maybe she was kind of like bi at this point or she just like didn't know because she's what, 21? How old, did we figure out how old she is in this? Not yet. Oh, we did, but I can't remember. Um, I think early okay. 20s, I believe. Okay. Um, but she, um, well, I mean, she definitely knew. But I just think it's interesting that she's so wound up over this guy. And normally I would say like, oh, she really likes Britney. And that's the issue, but I, that doesn't seem to be the case. Like, no. I don't get the fact that she's crushing on Britney. Like, I, like I, it's weird. It's a little weird, but we'll, we'll delve into it later. It is weird, but no one is more offended by it than Fabian. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Fabian is not having it. Fabian is not having it. So Fabian calls Alex the drama romance guy. Um, and then he also says that he's going to replace the sheets with a higher thread count. Which is really weird because he kept saying he took the sheets and I thought at first that he liked them so much that he was like, no. stealing them for himself. And then it was like, oh no, he's just going to swap them out for different sheets. And I'm like, well, first of all, you're not sleeping in this bed ever again because you're on the cattle drive now. So, huh? Like that thing was, it was a little weird. Yeah. I uh, Fabian is starting to get on my nerves. So oh, see, I'm the opposite. I'm totally abused by him. That's fair. Um, so also, then, did you see the boom mic? No. Yeah, the boom mic made a celebrity guest appearance when they were having breakfast. Oh my god, like, I love time. I love when that happens. On the 90210 podcast, it is embarrassing how many times the boom appeared in episodes of 90210. Yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> um, so the teams elect new captains for like the day's drive or whatever. And so they all nominate George and Shauna. Who I feel like also spells her name wrong. She I does. feel like her name is spelled like Shana. It's spelled Shanna. 
It's driving like, that's me nuts. Shauna. Like, I don't like that. It's weird. Also, I think we should just say now, it seems very much like we're not going to get much in this whole series of George, Courtney with a K, Haley, or Alexander. Correct. Like, they're going to be background. Like, those four are just going to be background. Yeah. And I think those are the people I will do. I'll, I'll stray from the lowdown order because I think they're just, yeah. I mean, George was captain and we barely saw him in the episode. I know until the very end. Yeah. I know. Anyway, so they have new captains and then Joshua says it's time to drive and they're going to do some practicing this time before they go out. So they're working on like actually rounding up the cattle while they're still fenced in a little bit, which I think is a good idea. And they probably should have started there. Well, also first real quick, we need to talk about the breakfast China. Did you notice it? It was very fancy. Um, I, it was colorful, right? Yeah, but it looked like China, like not like dishes. It looked like China. It was weird. I'm like, I think that this ranch is a fancy ranch. Like I'm I think sure that people is. like fancy people go there to like get their dude ranch on. I don't think it's rough and tumble as they're trying to make it appear. Of course it's not. Of course it's not. Um, so they're practicing in the pen ring. I don't know. (laughs) scenario. (laughs) Fabian says his goal is to get the least amount of manure on his clothes and not lose any cattle. (laughs) And Courtney is annoyed because she got dirty and she stepped in shit. I also love this concept of a cow bubble. Oh, when yeah. Jared, he was like, there's a cow bubble. Like from now on, if anyone gets near me at a bar or club, I'm just going to be like, get out of my cow bubble. <laughs> yeah. So he was <laughs> explaining that he, you need to treat the cows like bubbles and kind of like push them out of your way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't, it, it looks like you don't have to do it with that much force. And maybe that's why he was saying that. Maybe. Um, I kind of blacked out because there was a lot of brown word in this scene yeah they were talking a lot about about yeah i was like starting to lose consciousness a little bit so (laughs) they're talking about cow shit a lot and then they keep this audio clip in of i think it's Haley talking to Brittany about how she has a driver but they can't the camera is not on Haley as she says it it was very strange it was strange i think i think it was Haley. i think you're right but the camera was on noah the whole time Right. So Haley says she has a driver because she gets lost all the time and she like can't drive, but she can do okay on small trips around Malibu. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, days before GPS. I guess so. Um, So then the other theme of the episode, in addition to Alex, like playing the field is Shanna being like Shanna and Noah's hostility for one another. (laughs) And Shanna's getting all like hulked up in this episode. Um, and someone says that they were expecting her to turn green. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have to say that with, um, I, I want to take back everything I said about Shayna's fitness last week. Me too. She is buff as shit. She is She buff. fucking killed it. Like, I, like she's not, I, I think we're so used to, because of Instagram now, I've seen people with like 0% body fat and like muscles bursting everywhere. Her she arms were popping. buff as shit. And I'm officially going on record as saying, I apologize for everything I said about her last week. I was 100% wrong. She is, oh, she's a beast. She's a Me beast. Too. Me too. I was very impressed. It's in my notes. And actually, I don't know, the clip of her working out with her dad must've been like old or like from an audition tape or something. Because in this show, her arms are actually pretty cut. Like she's- And her back. Yeah. Like she's got a broad back. Like she's, she's killing it. 
Yeah. So she's, so, someone says Shanna's definitely not so girly, which yeah. women can be girly and strong, Haley, but whatever. Shanna is strong for sure. And this is also where Joshua basically says that he's going to unintentionally kill them all in this cattle drive. <laughs> he's like, we're not ready. People are going to die. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and everybody's in charge of their own horses now. So they have to like keep track of them and saddle them and all that kind of stuff. Joshua's very and, nervous. And Courtney Kay finally talks. She says she wants to be the best looking cowgirl out there. But we finally get to hear her talk. Yeah. And then we hear that Courtney can't take her Cartier love bracelet off. I no, guess it's I in the way of her. Those things. It's in the way of her gloves or something. That's why it comes up. Well, also, I would think a bracelet like that, it could get your hand ripped off. Like, yeah. what if it get caught around the reins? And I mean, it's, I'm sure it's dangerous. I hate those bracelets. I think it's ridiculous. The fact that someone is going to pay like $5,000 for this little sliver of gold, Bengal, just because it's from Cartier, like it annoys me. Like when Reza on Shaw's wears like 10 of them at a time, I'm like, fuck, what dumb, like dumb. You yeah. just look stupid. Um, and this is where I noticed Brittany's name spelling <laughs> because it's in all caps <laughs> in my notes. Um, and then Courtney Kardashian speaks a second time and says that her horse's name is Chopper, but then she's not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so they go on a cattle drive and then Joshua also says that they're going to be like getting some bad weather. He's like, you know, it's going to be stormy today. Everyone's got to like buckle up. There's not a shred of bad weather. No. The other thing that a little annoyed me a little bit in Jared, I don't know if you noticed this, but in Jared's um, confessional, when he was talking about like how they need to go left and go right and whatever, he was gesturing and he said they need to go left and he gestured right and then caught himself and then gestured left. And I'm like, you are confused, motherfucker. Like you, you like, stop. Like I, I'm annoyed with him. Jared's getting on my nerves. Yes. And I just, the scenes where they're driving cattle are just a shit show. They're just, I get it. Like they're supposed to be, but they're not cattle drive people. And Joshua and Jared just do nothing but yell at them. And then like Shanna and Noah just like yell back at them all the time. It's just a lot of yelling and like chaos on screen. Like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. What I would love, love if they did, like if the final, of course they didn't, but if the final episode was like a turnabout and like the girls all made the ranchers put on makeup with no instructions and then screamed at them about how bad they were at it. Yeah. Or if like the guys like took the ranchers to like a fancy dinner and like screamed at them for using the wrong fork. Cause it's kind of the same thing. Like you can't just assume someone's going to pick something up immediately with five minutes instruction and then scream at them when they don't do it right. No. And I would think that given that they've been on a horse for one day at this point, I would think of it almost like skydiving where you have someone next to you the whole time explaining yeah. what you're supposed to be doing. Like Joshua 100%. should be riding. Jared should be with one team. Joshua should be with the other team and giving them like step-by-step, step, like you go that way, you go this way. They're being kind of assholes. Um, and Alexander gets bucked off. Someone breaks the seal is Alexander and he gets right back on. Yeah. And Maria was very proud of him. I was too. Way to go. Yeah. Um, and then Noah yells at Brittany and she's annoyed. And she says in her confessional, he always has something to say. It's the people who think they're so smart are really the dumbest people. And then <laughs> there's a pause and she says, I hope you weren't rolling. <laughs> <laughs> and Noah is just like, 
I mean, he's it... too old to be with these people. That's the problem. Right. Is that he's, he's so much older. Them. He is dadding them. And he's getting annoyed with them because they're acting young, which they are young. And he's, I mean, I don't know. It, it still is confounding to me that he's not involved with production. I mean, I've looked and looked and looked and he's not. And it, it's weird that because like, if he was involved in production, I could get why he was on the show. I'm still confused as to why he was cast unless they wanted him in a dad type role. But it's just going to be this old man butting heads with these younger people the whole time. Yeah, I don't get it. It's annoying. And then, so they're making their way. Um, they do like a little review of the drive. And of course, Joshua is disappointed. And they have like a long conversation about what hand gestures need to be used. And should they be universal? And Joshua says, Shanna freaked out, but it was all her fault. That can't really be true, actually. Um, no, and I'm team her. Like in this whole exchange where she was like, hey, let's just come up with some concise hand signals so we know exactly where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing without verbally communicating. Yeah. And he's like, I said, blah, blah, blah. and then the other dude is, was it Jared? Literally says the same thing she said. And Joshua was like, oh, that's a great idea. Like I, I was so aggravated for her in this scene. Like I wanted to reach to the TV. I know. It also seems strange to me, and this maybe comes from my love of the movie Far and Away with Tom Cruise. Like, why don't they just like raise some flags? You know what I mean? Like, why can't Joshua and Jared be like, okay, when the red flag is up, everybody does something. And when the green flag is up, everybody does something else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I don't know if I could see a hand gesture from like hundreds of feet away. Like, give me something obvious. Let me know. Anyway, um, and they arrive at their campsite. And everyone seems gobsmacked by what it looks like. And Brittany says she expected luxury. Why would you expect that? <laughs> what about Joshua and Jared let you think you were going up for a luxury campsite? I wonder, though, if the if production, when they signed on to do this, led them to believe that it was going to be luxury. Maybe. I will say, though, I thought the toilet situation was way nicer than I was expecting it to be. I mean, that was a real toilet. Yeah, it was basically... I thought it was going to be a bucket. <laughs> yeah, so for... Let's explain. So if anybody's ever been on, like, a boat situation, like, it's basically like a giant plastic toilet, right? But they put it in, like, this outhouse, I guess, like, on a wooden platform, and it had a curtain around it. So it basically looked like a dressing room with a thing that you could sit on with a toilet seat. But it, if to look at it, it, it looks like a normal toilet. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know you had to pump something and whatever, but like, if you saw it, you, it, it doesn't look, I mean, you sit on it just like a normal toilet looks like a normal toilet. I was expecting a bucket or go behind a bush or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it really wasn't that bad. The shower situation looked a little rougher, but still not terrible. So they have- Well, that's where I'm going to disagree because I, those, so for those of you who don't watch the episode, it's again, same kind of thing where it's just like a dressing room looking situation with like four panels of cloth on each side. It and was then worse they had, than the toilet for sure. Yeah. And so then they had these giant, like, like those buckets that like cement would come in. Um, how many gallons do you think that bucket is? Like a- It wasn't a lot. Gallons? Like not, no. not a lot. These, what, five gallon, three gallon, maybe three gallon buckets. Yeah, they were not these big. three gallon buckets that they had to fill up in a barrel and then they hang on a hook and there's like a shower head below. But I feel like that water would run out in like two minutes. Oh yeah, no, it did not last a long time. At least the water was hot though. And I was surprised that Courtney and Courtney both bitched about how hot it was. I was like, God, I mean, better too hot than fucking freezing cold maybe. Yeah, I know for sure. 
Um, but then they admitted that after showering, it was actually worse because their feet got all muddy as they like walked back to the fire. Also, I have thoughts on this because yeah. I freeze framed and fancy ass Courtenay is fucking shampooing her hair with suave shampoo. Oh, I thought it was Garnier Fructis and I was still shocked. No, it was suave. Garnier Fructis would be, would be better. I don't even think, I don't think Garnier Fructis existed back then. Okay. Um, it, it was suave. It was fucking full on like a $2 bottle of shampoo. Maybe and I didn't that... see any conditioner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Oh, Fabian also walks around the campsite and sprays Raid everywhere. Yeah, and... I wrote Fabian sprayed so much bug spray that they're all going to be sterile. Yeah, they. It was, it was foul. But this is where Joshua made me laugh really hard. And he said... Um, there are a few rules in Fabian's life. Fabian doesn't get dirty. Fabian, oh, doesn't get hurt. Fabian doesn't get dirty. And there are no gross things around Fabian. <laughs> I'm, I'm team Fabian in that one. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. We also forgot to mention that Courtenay can't carry her own water bucket and she needs no. Alex's help. And that the camp is called Camp Butch Pasture. Jesus, what is with the names of the camps? The second night camp is even worse. It's way worse, yeah. Oh, God. So then later, everyone's kind of having a fireside chat. And this is where Alex starts to kind of flirt with Brittany in front of Courtenay and Mm -hmm. wants to know all about her hopes and dreams. Like, what do you want to do professionally? And how many kids do you want to have? And blah, blah, blah. And Courtenay gets jealous. Um, Also, this is where Brittany insults the entire state of Alabama by implying that everyone that lives there is poor. Yes. Yep. Because um, Alex asked her like, oh, do you, was it Alex or Noah that asked her if she had like a, like a finance level of who she would date? It was Alex because he's the poor one, which is also becoming more and more clear and very strange because Fabian says some shit about it later. So he says that and she goes, oh, no, no, no. I've dated all kinds of guys. I I dated a guy from Alabama. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? I also feel like I might remember, and I feel like she dated like a football player or something. Right. Sure. Like she dated the yeah. quarterback for like Alabama University or something like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, so then Courtney gets jealous. Brittany does, she doesn't give a single shit what Courtney has to say about it. And Alex isn't here for her jealousy. And they go to have like a little side chat about it. And this is where things get a little interesting. And she says that she, she, it's not because she has feelings. It's, it's not because I have feelings, but I just like to be the center of attention. I'm a Scorpio, but so is Brittany. I have to say that I thought it was kind of refreshing to hear someone full on, just be like, I just have to be the center of attention. I just like all eyes on me at all times. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm like gross, but you own it. Yeah, I will also, I mean, sure, own that. I'm a Scorpio. I don't like to be the center of attention at all. So I took, I took umbrage with that, but that's a personal thing. So, but um, I, I had a, this is where this conversation got interesting to me though, because that's when Courtney says that she's never been in love ever. Yep. And that's where I was like, oh, maybe because you haven't been with a woman yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Alex is fucking gross with this all. I'm a man. I'm a man. So I can be attracted to 20 women at a time. Now, are, what, what the fuck? Just because you have a dick, like people with vaginas can also be attracted to everyone walking down the street. I, I, what the fuck? Like that is the dumbest, but like I'm a man. So I like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard ever he, in my life. 
And then he explains his feelings for both girls by saying that Courtenay is in a cute way. And with Brittany, it's something that I'm taking my time and getting to know her. What the fuck does that mean? It means he's gross and he's, he's just gross. hedging all his bets. And I, I'm shocked that he's also not hitting on Haley. I, I, is that, I'm, and Courtney, I, I, I can, I'm sure that's coming. Yeah, same, same. It's very strange. And then they kiss at the end of the conversation, even though they seem like frustrated with one another, which was also kind of gross. Well, also, do we think they were drunk? Maybe. Or tipsy? I mean, they were drinking wine and they said something about like happy hour. So maybe there was yeah. a little like inebriation going on and that was adding to it. Yeah, possibly. Um, so then the next morning, Haley says that the first night at camp was better than she expected. And she says, the camp is adorable if I didn't have to sleep in it. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, me too. Um, so then Noah wants to talk and basically boss everybody around and no one gives a shit about a single word he's saying. And it's kind of beautiful. Yeah, I just did my notes right. Noah's trying to be in charge and no one is having it. No one. Like he talks about how they should divide and conquer and blah, blah, and no one's fucking listening, including me. As they shouldn't. They shouldn't listen. Like he's the dick. Right. So then this is where they go to brand the cattle. So... Again, there's a fenced-in area, and Joshua demonstrates, and they have to, basically, there are this, maybe, like, 10 cows or something that need to have the Saddleback Ranch brand on them, because they can't be driven without being branded. And so oh, we a pen. A pen. Yeah. What'd I say? No, no, no. We, both of us are like, fenced-in area, whatever. I pen. I think it's called a pen, the fenced-in yeah. area. Okay. Um, so, he demonstrates, and you basically have to wrestle the little cow and then someone runs Burn over them. and burns them yeah um and so the team actually like doesn't shy away from this challenge unlike the checking for pregnancy challenge which was really foul um but so alexander gets kicked in the nuts yep <laughs> it looked like it hurt and shanna does go full hulk on these fucking cows she gets right in there and is like grabbing legs and wrestling cows to the ground <laughs> and I was, so Brittany Gastineau starts to freak out and she just really doesn't think that she can brand a cow. I'm with her. I'm with her too. I would have a really hard time burning a fucking animal. Yeah. And so she feels like she's starting to have a panic attack and she can like hear them like whimpering and like sighing. And Courtenay of all people calls her a prima donna. <laughs> <laughs> And says that she should have tried it. Well, and also um, Brittany says that she's, for the time being, off of red meat. She says, like, I don't think I'm going to eat red meat for a while. Right. I'd be curious to know if she's a vegetarian today. I bet she is. Or a vegan. Right. And she says, like, I eat meat and I wear leather. And, like, I realize I'm being a hypocrite. But, like, I just can't. I can't do this. And I I don't know. Yeah, I get it. I, I mean, I obviously don't eat meat anymore, but like when I have to clip my dog's nails or something like that, one time I caught the quick and she was bleeding and I felt like the worst dog parent in the world. I nearly cried and I haven't done it since. I make the vet do it because I just like, I felt like I hurt her and it broke my heart and she whimpered <laughs> and it was awful. She was over it in 30 seconds, but it was just terrible. So I, I don't, I would not burn a cow. I would not. So they drive further and they head for the second camp, which is called Camp Mutilation. Yep. I'm not a, a what? Gross, huh? Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. 
So then there's a lot of yelling and more miscommunication on this cattle drive. And Noah's yelling at Shanna and is saying, trust me, because he's giving her directions. And she asks why. And he just says, trust me. And I'm with Shauna. That is so fucking annoying. I hate that. All he had to say was that Joshua, Jared, whoever wants me to go in front of you. That's all he had to say. Yeah. It's, it's, it's literally like the, the same amount of breath and energy to say, trust me. He could have just said, Joshua wants me to go ahead of you. Like, fuck you, Noah. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Or just say, this is what Joshua asked me to do and ride yep. on by. And I'm with Shauna when she says, my parents always told me never trust a person that says, trust me. Right on. Yeah. And Noah's just do like, he's just trying to get a fucking rise out of her. I'm convinced. So, well, and that's what I almost wonder too. Like if he is secretly working with production behind the scenes and they want him to like stir up drama and do whatever, you know what I mean? Like, cause this is. Or is he just self-producing because he thinks he's good at it? Actually, you're right. I bet that's a thousand percent what's happening. <laughs> yeah. I, yes, you are right. That is what's happening. Yeah. So then Joshua actually compliments all of their work for the day and says that they've come a long way in 24 hours. And I do not understand how we get from Joshua thinking they're all stupid as fuck and yelling at them to by the end of the day, rewarding them and complimenting them. Because that's what happened last episode too. I'm guessing because all of them, except for Brittany, did the branding. I guess And did it okay. I mean, they seem to do it pretty well. So I'm guessing it's based on that. I guess so. And then Fabian says, what's for dinner? I bet it's going to be hot and brown. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. Nope. It's like Thanksgiving. It's hot, brown, and pink. Ew. They had ham. So. Uh, <laughs> gross. Um, so then as we see them like eating this dinner or getting in line to get their plates, this Alex and Fabian kind of have this strange moment together and they hug awkwardly because Alex is like kind of trying to force a friendship in a weird way. And oh, I wrote, is Alex hitting on Fabian? Yeah, it was weird. It seemed like he was hitting on him. And he says like, we're friends, but like you're better looking than me and it's annoying. It's very strange. So then Fabian really starts to question Alex's motives and he pulls Brittany aside and owns full well that what he wants to do with Brittany is gossip. And says that, like, let's yeah, go gossip. yeah. yeah. And he just wants his shit on Alex and says the guy's hustling too much. He calls him a gigolo. And he thinks I guess, he's poor. Yeah. Ex- yep. That's where that came from. He thinks he's from Alabama. Yep. Um, <laughs> it says, apparently Alex said he like, doesn't know how to let Courtenay down. And then Fabian says he's um, surprised that Alex isn't affluent. And that was kind of the point of the show. I don't disagree. It's called yeah. Filthy Rich Cattle Drive. Yeah. Out there. Um, and they both agree that Alex is slimy. Agreed. Yeah, Brittany's not having it now. I don't know that she was having it, though. I think she was just talking to him because they're on the same show. She didn't seem like she was flirting with never, him. I mean, I know we've only had two, we're only two episodes in, but I have never once gotten a she's into him vibe whatsoever. Me either. And she also is not the kind of girl, from what I can tell, to do that just to annoy Courtney. So I think that, like, this is all in his head. Yeah, agreed. Um, so then we're winding down, and Joshua gives everybody feedback. 
And then Noah critiques Shanna on the side, basically saying that, you know, she should have forced Brittany to do the branding. And I disagree. And I think Shauna gave her the opportunity. She's like, I'm like, I'm, she gave her the countdown, like a fucking mother. She was like, you have five seconds to decide if you're going to do it or not, but she can't force her to do it. That's not good leadership either. And also it got done. Like Courtney did it three times. Right. Like they got it all done. It shouldn't matter who does it. It should matter that it got done and it got done. So basically Brittany cost her team the win because she wouldn't do it. Which is so interesting to me that red team wins because I feel like the whole episode, all we saw was black team. I know. Like we barely saw the red team do anything but in the show. Yeah. So it's so funny to me that they're like, oh, okay, red team wins. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, the red team wins and George was captain of the red team, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the reward, the reward this time is a night in like a better tent that has like two real beds in it. Which is so funny to me because we went from like hot rock massages for everyone to um, beds for two people. Yes. I mean, they are actually camping now, so it might be harder to get better rewards to them, maybe. But Fabian loses his fucking mind that this is the prize. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, I didn't come here to learn how to be simple. I came here to learn how to drive cattle. Um, well... Actually, I think you came here to raise money for charity, but. Also, this is a simple life spinoff, Fabian. 100%. Like, shut up. But George, be still my heart, George. He gives the two women on his team, so Haley and Courtney with a K, the beds for the night. And I guess the loser had to take pick two people to do chores like chopping wood wood. Mm -hmm. and he takes that to himself and brings alex along with him so he makes the team both the winner and the loser yep very gentlemanly and all the ladies kind of swoon and they say we should be fighting over him he's husband material they should be and he is he's also so tall and handsome i know like they showed a shot of him like standing up at the fire and he looks like he's like six foot three so handsome, gorgeous smile. Alex is a fucking loser. And George is given the ladies the, the prize for the night. Come on. But let's be honest that back at that time period, um, the, well, I can't say what they used to call them because it's a slur, but um, the celebutants um, back then, all they wanted was scumbags. Oh, I know. And, like they wanted, they dated scummy, scummy guys. And George is not a scummy guy. So he no. like doesn't fit into their narrative. Right. He's a nice guy and a good looking guy. And Alex, stable guy. Alex is like bargain bin Jason Waller. That's giving him a lot of credit. I said bargain bin. Yeah. Well, I mean like dollar store. Like yeah. worse than bar, like that. Yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> I mean. I'll give you dollar store, Jason Waller. But this is this is a fascinating that you say that. I am not a celebutant, but maybe that's why the early aughts were so rough for me in terms of like having celebrity crushes. <laughs> like when maybe. we did the hills and stuff, like I'm not, I don't like scumbags. There's, um, there is a, well, I, 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 I'm, are you watching Paris in Love? No. Oh shit, I should be. First of all, it's amazing. And yeah. um, I'm thinking that it might only have one season. So maybe we could cover oh. that. Um, I can't imagine it would have more than one because it's just leading up to the wedding. Um, I am absolutely loving it. But she has a clip that I sent to a couple of my friends where she's like, I've dated like um, 
club scum DJs like want to be I mean she lists all the guys she dated and it was it's making me laugh and it's also making me think of this because all of the like early aughts girls dated these terrible horrible guys yeah okay no I should I think me and my friends talked about watching it together and I forgot so that's it's good there um I think I'm I think episode five I'm gonna watch today it's it's weekly um but I'm really enjoying it it's good and Kathy Hilton's in it and Kyle's in it and it's, it's I love it I mean, I was here for Paris's like three day wedding and the order of operations. I was here for it. Yeah. She did the wedding first and then raged for several days. That's the way well, to do it. I'm here for it because I'm sure the show is a little fake, but um, the only thing she cares about is her dress. Like everyone's giving her, they're like, you don't have a venue. And she's like, but my dress, <laughs> it's just really funny. <laughs> um, I'm also with her because Paris looked Stunning. For stunning. Her and that Oscar Taylor went to ground. Oh my God. She looks stunning. She looked so classy and beautiful. And like she, she went for it. She said she wanted a Grace Kelly moment and she got one. She looked yeah. beautiful. But I, for I, those of you not watching, I cannot recommend the show enough. Like after you listen to this, go watch it. It's good. Yeah. All right. So on the next episode of Cattle Drive, Fabian goes on a request bender. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, saddle up for that one. Uh, the only thing that makes me sad is that this show was before drones. Because know. you know if it was now, he would having be having stuff like airlifted to him via drone, like left and right. I also would be here for the over-the-head shots because I want to see, like, I can't tell where they're supposed to be going or what they're supposed to be doing. And I was like, God, if we had an overhead shot, it would be helpful. Also, um, it's now, when did we say the actual event was may july it was their july july okay yeah and be it's confusing because they're so far into the summer it's light so late it's really hard like when they're i was like are they done for the day at noon like it seems like they're done early but i mean it's just light so late i think it it's hard to get a time uh handle the timeline yeah it is because they list when they get up in the morning but they throughout the day they don't say now it's noon now it's two in the afternoon now it's 5 p.m they only list the morning yeah weird I don't know. Um, but that'll do it. Um, we will be back in your ears in two weeks with a more um, cattle drive. And hopefully by then we'll both be filthy rich. Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at One Hit Pod. You can email us at franklymarebb at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at Hey It's Mare B. Please remember to rate and subscribe and have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon.